Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome uh, to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller. We're here for the next couple of hours talking sports with you. Appreciate you tuning in uh, here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. Bottom of the hour, our friend from Lincoln, Stephen M. Sipple uh, from On3 Media will join us. We will take a look back. At Northwestern and Nebraska. Oh, won't that be fun, Trent Condon? Oh, I'm looking forward to that. And a look ahead to the uh, Fighting Hawks of North Dakota from Grand Forks. They shall depart and make their way into Lincoln. Uh, so that's coming up this weekend. But simple bottom of the hour. What's next? What does Nebraska, where do they go from here? We'll talk to our friend Stephen M. coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, hour number two. Let's face it. In the next couple of weeks, there's not going to be a lot of opportunities to talk about the St. Louis Cardinals, mm-hmm. and they are in first place, and they are a regional team, and Brian Walton is going to join us to talk about those Redbirds today. Albert Pujols, he did it again last night. Now two away from Alex Rodriguez. Uh-oh, I just got a text from Sip. What does this say? Uh-oh. Can't do it today. Uh-oh. Got to move till tomorrow. All right. We'll make it work. <laughs> he just, he just uh, anyways. Um so let's start three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Wide uh, open hour number one. Wide open hour number one, indeed. So we will uh, not talk to Sibyl, but we'll Well, kick you know what Sibyl's our... doing, right? I don't he's know. He's going to the Knights of Columbus. He's having a little chicken lunch. He's talking to the Rotary Club. He's got all these side gigs. Yes. Yeah. Where he travels and, all right, time to go to Kearney. Right, right. You go talk to the Lions group. Or right. Uh, I don't know. He, he confirmed this morning 15 minutes ago that he was good, but he's not. But we'll talk to him later on in the week. We'll figure it out. All right. Yes, indeed, we will. But Brian Walton, he'll be here, and we'll talk about those Cardinals in first place as Albert Pujols hits another one out of the yard. Uh, 694 as he continues his quest to get to 700. Um, good for him last night, rooting for this to happen. Not sure if it will, but he certainly should run it down A-Rod with a month and a week left of the regular season. Uh, and then we're going to talk to Matt Postens, take another look at the uh, Big 12, our final look with Matt Postens before things get underway this weekend. We have depth charts from Iowa. We have a depth chart from Iowa State. We'll take a look at those at some point coming up here in our number one. Take a look back at baseball last night. They're starting to see NFL teams uh, really get um, some difficult decisions out of the way this morning as they all cut down to 53 before teams can form their practice squad uh, beginning tomorrow. I want to say they get the opportunity to do that over the weekend. Mike Rose uh, was one, or was it last week? He was one of the early cuts uh, for the Chiefs. I anticipate that he'll be given an opportunity to stick around. Uh, and if you're an Iowa State fan, you're looking uh, west uh, at the Niners is what they're going to do with Brock Purdy. Yes. Because with the news yesterday, Today, the Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the backup quarterback twofold. I'm not sure what it does for Purdy, but I am sure that they think that, you know what, maybe Trey Lance can't play. Mm-hmm. Because if they if there was any doubt, um, if he'd showed them anything and given them instilled any confidence uh, in that organization, that, yeah, he's our guy, the Jimmy Garoppolo would be, I don't know, out on the street. But would they cut him? Is it the insurance that you need? I I don't read it as... Well, they invited him to camp. Right. Because they wanted that separation. Right. And I get that. That was probably the right thing to do. 
They don't have a backup. No. An um, NFL-ready backup. No. Nick Mullins, right? Right. Brock Purdy um, or Trey Lance. And I think it's just... I don't think they have confidence in Trey Lance. But you have to have a backup. I get you your do. point. Yes. Because if... And they have the best backup now in the league. Um, but you could make that case. I mean, he played in the NFC Championship game yeah. last year. Um, He's been to a Super Bowl. He has. Not many backups that have the resume that he does. No, that's fair. I mean, Nick Foles. That was a blip. Yeah, that, that's fair. He is at the top level. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work with Trey Lance, okay. Mm-hmm. Then you have a guy there ready to go. But I think that... Did they tell us, though, during the month of August that we we think it's going to work with Trey Lance, therefore we don't even want the veteran around? I mean, why did they ostracize him the way that they did? He wasn't healthy. Who, Garoppolo? Yeah, not healthy enough. That's what the excuse was? That's the excuse. Mm-hmm. How far do you believe it? Well, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> not for a minute. No, I, I think ultimately you're right. That they are not as confident as they hope mm-hmm. to be at this point with Trey Lance. I maybe it's because I do have some 49ers futures tickets I got in my back. A bunch of them. <laughs> maybe I, I want to believe this more than uh-huh. anything too because of that. But because Trent, they've got a great roster otherwise. And the way that this was structured too, with the no trade clause in there, is this Garoppolo saying, "I'm going to forge my own path. I am happy to be here and be the backup. I'm going to be the good soldier. I'm going to mm-hmm. fall in line, be the backup." I'm not going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ruffle feathers. I'm going to be, and if need be, if my number's called, I will be ready to go. But I'm going to do these. But you're not going to trade me to Seattle in week five. No, because he won't go. Right. You're not going to trade me to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence gets hurt and they're right. 0 6. You're not going to do that to me. I'm here. My family is here. I'm going to go through this season. And then I become a free agent and I can choose my own path. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's, it's very fortuitous for him the way it's worked yes. out and, and the contract's written that way. And he can still be a hero. He can, Trent. This That's is a really it. talented I, team. I totally agree with you. They are loaded. I love this With roster. the exception of the question mark at quarterback. How, I, could, how good do you think Lance is going to be? Like, honestly. like it's, Well, look, he didn't... A top 20 quarterback? Is that a fair starting point? Is he a top 20 quarterback this year? I league? haven't seen enough of him. Yeah. Because we didn't see him. They didn't play. He didn't play with the Bison in the COVID year, I don't think, right? Prior to his Correct. draft, I don't think he played. He had that one year where he threw 28 touchdowns, or no did interceptions. Or he play one game? What, the showcase game. The That's showcase right. game, and he fell flat on his face. He wasn't good. Right. Compared to what he was, was the year, the year before yes. when he threw all those touchdowns yes. and didn't have a turnover. And threw, ran for also over 1,000 yards. Right. Um, so, anyways, we started on a Brock Purdy, went up at uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think it's, you know, because mm-hmm. we said this is a good football it team. Is. Have you seen a prop where the uh, Super Bowl winner calls home, me, as in what state the, will produce the Super Bowl winner? There's got to be one of those, right? Oh, I'm sure there is. I mean, yeah. is California as short a price as anybody? they got three contenders. They do, absolutely. Chargers, Rams, yeah. and 49ers. Absolutely. Yeah, all three all of three them. All three of those you can make a case they can win. And of the three, I like the Rams the least. <laughs> and they're the defending champs. Yeah. I, and they got a great not defense. Crazy. Yeah, not crazy at all. Uh-huh. I'll see if I can find that one. because That has to be out I'm there sure somewhere. I'm sure it is, yes. I, I, I would think. Anyways, um, so that's the latest there. What else have we got for NFL cuts? Really nothing is there. Is there a hawk on the bubble? Mm. Has to be a couple of them. Yeah, probably. I, I haven't seen think anything off the top of my head. If no. there is one, that's um, um, no, we'll watch for that as they're coming fast and furious today. But what do they do with Purdy? Do they do they try to do they release Nick Mullins? Do they release Brock Purdy in hopes nobody takes Purdy? Well, like, Nick Mullins, he's in he's in Minnesota. 
Well, who's the backup then in in in, in uh, um, Ninerville? Well, let's it's a see. veteran. Yeah, because they Mullins... just traded Nick Mullins from the Raiders to the Vikings. Right. Mullins hasn't been there. Right. It is Nate Sudfeld. That's who we were yeah, looking for. Nate he, Sudfeld. He stinks. <laughs> right. I mean, he's. I'd rather have Mullins. So Brock Purdy practice squad. Well, do you use a practice squad? Did they see enough here? Yes. I think they did. Even with Garoppolo sticking around, they saw enough mm-hmm. during the preseason and said, it's worth a flyer. It's, mm-hmm. it's worth a shot. Let's see developmentally mm-hmm. what more we can get out of this guy. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it's going to ultimately play out. We'll see. We'll see. All right, baseball for last night. I, I watched a lot of the Twins. That was a good ball game last Yes, it night. was. I gave up very early on the Jays, too early on the Jays, as they came back and beat the uh, the Cubbies. But I think the story of the night was Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a home run 694 as he creeps a little bit closer uh, to catching Alex Rodriguez, who currently has 696 bombs. Is 700 a possibility in your mind? He needs six. Mm-hmm. He's essentially got, that's a, one a week? Yeah. yeah for all one, one, a week, yeah, yeah. one a week puts him right there? Mm-hmm. Does he? Does he? No. I would bet the no side of the prop being of it because the only face is left-handed pitching pretty much at this point mm-hmm. yeah i mean that that's a big piece of it and how many lefties are you going to still see and mm-hmm. and he's incredibly locked in i mean he's not going to stay at this level for another 5 weeks i wouldn't think he is as locked in as he has been in a decade well certainly since the all-star break he's been a different player since the all-star break <laughs> he absolutely has mm-hmm. we haven't seen this guy no we haven't seen this guy in a long time i mean early with the angels maybe yeah, was the last time that we saw time. him. Oh, the, Goodson just got cut by Green Bay. There's a surprise. Tyler Goodson. He, was, he looked really good. He did. He'll be a practice squad guy. Somebody's going to pick him up. I wonder, but if they pick him up, they got to put him on their roster. Right. And I don't know enough about I'm the other 31 sure. teams. See, the thing is with Trent, when you see these guys get cut, mm-hmm. there are very few of them because there's such a plethora of cuts coming today. Yes. Very few of them get signed to an, a 53-man roster. Uh, but they end, they start on the practice squad, and then if you can pluck them off the practice squad at any time, but if you do, mm-hmm. you have to put them on the 53. So Goodson uh, gets cut in Green Bay. He's absolutely a practice squad candidate. That's I, a surprise. Yeah, the performances mm-hmm. that he was putting together. Now, to be fair, I mean, he had some really good moments, but he, then he had some Tyler Goodson moments. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's you know, loss of one, loss and I know don't go don't go there with Barry Sanders. <laughs> that was his career. That's his Hall of Fame career. Yeah. They're a little bit different. Um we'll see. I I hope he makes it. Did you think he would when he left Iowa? Well I did because didn't wasn't one of the other running backs vying for the spot with the Packers coming off an injury? Yes, he was. Was that I what? don't remember, I just remember the story. Yeah, that there was a guy mm-hmm. coming off it. So mm-hmm. Aaron Jones is a stud. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see him doing his thing, mm-hmm. working yep. the slot sometimes, and AJ Dillon. Is one heck of a compliment to him. I look for him to have a much more active year than he did last year. I think that the time they put more trust in him. Make sure if you get Aaron Jones in your fantasy draft, you get A.J. Dillon as a handcuff. Absolutely. I think you want both those guys uh-huh. together. But yeah, I thought Goodson was going to make it. And when he went to Green Bay initially, when he signed with them back after the draft, I'm like, ooh, you got two automatic locks. There's a young guy that they're excited about. They brought other guys. I didn't think that was a good fit. And then he goes out there and he plays well. And then this happens. Uh-huh. And he gets cut. I think there's enough tape on him that he is going to find a spot ultimately. And I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I wasn't sure that Bay. was the case. Yeah. That offensive line for Iowa last year was bad. Yep. And I think because of that, there, there were some different thoughts about Tyler Goodson. Look, he was just not a good fit for the Iowa offensive line last year. But the, what the Williams boys looked pretty good behind that offensive line. They did the because 
There's no dancing. Right. It is one cut Just and go. go. Right. And that's not Tyler Goodson's mm-hmm. game. When we saw the big plays, and when he make those big plays, it's outstanding. But second and 13 as opposed to second and eight, that's a huge, huge difference in, well, any offense, but the Iowa offense to another degree. Uh, let's do the depth charts uh, real quick. Iowa and Iowa State. Uh, okay. Uh, the Hawks, uh, they put theirs out Monday, so we'll go there first. Mm-hmm. We never got to it yesterday. A- any surprises uh, to you? Yes, the kicker spot. Blom? Yeah, Is Blom. that what we're saying? Is it Blom or Bloom or Blom? Blom. Yes. Blom. Blom. Right. Okay. It gets the job. Over from... the freshman Drew Stevens, who a lot of people liked. Everybody said open practice. They both obviously didn't uh-huh. miss. They were very close. Stevens maybe a touch stronger leg, mm-hmm. but neither is a huge difference between the two, but maybe a tick stronger. But the other part, Tom Caker brought this up to us, and I think it made a whole lot of sense. While they were going through that, Tory Taylor was his holder, was Drew Stevens the freshman's holder. Well, Tory Taylor's going to be the holder this mm-hmm. year. So you anticipate, all right, he's got a leg up. He was perfect during that day. So what did Aaron Blom or Drew Stevens do here in the interim two weeks that puts him on the top of the depth chart? We'll get more confirmation also this afternoon. Right. Kirk talks two at 2 o'clock. o'clock. Right? Yep. We will find out a lot more. We know about these depth charts in Kirk. He'll snort and he'll laugh. <laughs> and we'll be, make too big of a deal out of it. But that's what it is. But that was, I think, at the top, certainly the biggest surprise offensively mm-hmm. uh, that jumped out to How me. How about Keegan Johnson being on it? You still don't. You're still not sold. I'm not. Mm-hmm. There has been absolutely nothing that leads me to believe that Keegan Johnson can even go out there and play 50 snaps a game. There is nothing that I have heard. And talking to people over there, you know my biggest source over in yep, Iowa City, and it's still legit. It's is he able to play? Yes. How much? How much can he play? And. Does it make sense to play him right now against South Dakota State? Well, the, um, <laughs> is Arlen Bruce going to have 70 catches in this offense? So Sam why Lepardo? isn't Regani on it then? Well, he's got the footing. No, we know that's yeah. legit. But yeah. but my point being is, if Keegan Johnson if Keegan's on it, is, is on it, you don't expect to see him. Why wouldn't you slide Regani in there? Well, maybe because he's out for two weeks. He's not going to play next week. Is what did Leistakow say that? Some, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I believe it might have been Chad, and if it wasn't Chad, one of the Iowa um, uh, media members mentioned that. Seeing Jack Johnson on there, he was a nice CIML receiver, a nice CIML right. receiver. Right. You're that, not sold. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's a nice kid, right? If you would have told me, and did that, you watch how many Valley games did you see when oh. Jack played? I mean, during his two seasons as a starter, mm-hmm. I probably did a half dozen, okay, six, maybe eight, yeah. He's a nice, nice receiver. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that, all right, at the end of his career, maybe finally breaks through as a fifth-year senior. You could see that. As a sophomore, that shows you with the dire straits mm-hmm. that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. With the Vines injury, with Brody Breck not being healthy also. Yeah. Yep. There just isn't there. Is Brody only, Breck going to play? He'll go out there, yeah. He will. But it won't be much. Mm-hmm. And he's dealing with the hamstring. You got a million dollar arm, a multi million dollar arm. I've been saying it since he signed. <laughs> Just and dedicated because you saw it last year in that Big Ten championship game in baseball. He's not ready yet, so dedicate your time to that. Uh-huh. I know you want to run out of the tunnel at Kinnick. I get it. Yep, and do it. And yep. then run right over to Dwayne. Go to all the it. way through the stadium and go to Dwayne Banks Field after you're done. <laughs> run out the tunnel <laughs> and then go out the other tunnel right over to Dwayne Banks. That's yeah. what you need to see for Brody Brown. Uh, anything defensively? I mean, not, not certainly no. nothing got my attention. Not a whole lot. I mean, Lucas Van Ness, we've heard so much buzz about him. Mm-hmm. 
Noah Shannon has a chance, I think, to have a really nice year. I've heard a lot of good things about him here uh, during August camp that he is. He's taken that senior leap that we see so many Hawkeyes do in their final season. Go from a nice player, a good player, a solid mm-hmm. player, and Noah Shannon's taken that leap. But Van Ness is a backup with Y.A. Black as a backup. Deontay Craig, who That's I think we both really like as a backup. Remember Ethan Herkett before he got yep. hurt last yep. year and yep. what a playmaker yep. he was? Yep. Oh, and by the way, we haven't even mentioned the five-star defense alignment, Aaron Graves, coming in. Yeah. That was the National Player of the Year from one service. Yeah, he's not listed, is he's he? He's not even listed. I didn't realize that. I, yeah, just, well, I just noticed that. You're nine deep at that wow. position. That shows you the depth that they have up front and how good they have a chance to be. Absolutely needed too. All right, Iowa State step chart. So here's what I'm curious about. A, it, it was it's put up at Cyclones.com. Mm-hmm. Will this be the same one that remains there all year long? Probably pretty uh-huh. close. I think yeah. it probably is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, up until yesterday, Brock Purdy was listed as the quarterback at Cyclones.com. Yes. Um, so Ashton Cook's name is ahead of Brock Obeck. Now there's I think 16 or 17 ors. Mm-hmm. We knew there was going to be a lot. Actually, we, we thought there'd be yes, 17. Yep. Um, so what what does that mean to you? Uh, is this a way, because Campbell does like the oars. When oh, he loves puts, them. There's 17 of them. When he puts out the depth chart, you know there's going to be oars. And, and he went... But we set the over-under at 10.5. And, and this flew over. Right. I took the over. That's cash in the pocket there on that one. Is this an ability to just give a little love to a lot of guys, right? Because it's not only that there's a lot of oars... There's also a lot of positions listed. Like, you can only actually play 11 on both sides. Yeah. And they got more than that because well, they list three different wide receivers and they got a tight end and they also have the H position, mm-hmm. the H back, mm-hmm. kind of full back role that they have. So you're playing a lot more than that. I think more than anything, it's these guys that were working. These guys that in any normal circumstances, a lot of them would have played last year because that senior group would have already departed. Hey, you guys stuck it out. You're here. We see you. You put the work in. You're on the depth chart. You're ready to go. Maybe. I guess. I can't figure the cat out. I, I, I really can't. Um, but here's what I want to say. I want to give one of our guests a little credit because this kid came in. I'm talking about Nick Olson. Mm-hmm. On January 1st, he gets tossed into Ames. You're, you're, you're the 24-7 Cyclone guy. Um, good with, luck. With no connections. <laughs> Here you go. We're dropping you off. Yep. Good luck. You know, um, and, and look what this, look at the connections he's obviously made. Two or three weeks ago, he threw out a name that you and I had heard of. Yeah. Steve O'Klotz. It sounded made up. It did sound made up. I had to, Who's I read that a guy named Steve O on the Iowa State football roster. Actually, when I got home from work that day, I, I texted, I texted Nick. I said, tell me about this guy. Did, did we hear you wrong? So this morning, Kurt Holland, who's a diehard Cyclone fan. Huge. Huge Cyclone fan. He's tweeting, wait a second, we got a guy by the name of Steve-O. All right, Nick Olson had that three weeks ago. Yeah. Yesterday, we're having a conversation, and we asked him about, you know, give me a guy that nobody's talking about right now. And he did it again. I uh, threw out a guy by the name of Aiden Bitter or Bittner? Bitter, right? Bitter, yes. You ever heard of him? No. I, I never heard of him. Well, and he's a scholarship guy from Florida. I mean, you'd think you'd remember that recruitment. Hey, they got this wide receiver from Florida. It's kind of one of those that sticks. Read anything about him? No, I don't remember a thing about his... I seen his name his mentioned recruitment, once. Nothing. Right. Signing day, I don't even remember seeing his name on the list a couple of years ago. So, Nick Olson's... These guys are both listed, and there's no oars. Right. 
These are these are number two on the depth chart. Yeah. Twenty four seven Sports CycloneAlert.com. Cyclone fans, mm-hmm. uh, Nick's working his hump off over there. Really is uh, happy for the success that he's having and uh, hard work. It pays off. We saw that yesterday from three to six <laughs> with Sean Roberts. We're yep. uh, very happy for him as he gets to sit in that chair. But man, Nick Olson, well done, young man. Coming up with these two names. Another name that he has uh, given us throughout this off season, Tyler Onedim, that the defensive uh-huh. uh, defensive tackle spot as the backup to J.R. Singleton. Or did John Walters mention him? I think they both have. Did yeah. they? I think okay. we've heard it from both those guys. We've talked about Howard Brown, Dominique Orange also on that defensive side. It's going to be a lot of new names out there, yep. a lot of new faces, and this is one... If you're going to the game on Saturday, maybe print off this. Make sure you got a roster, right? For sure. This, this is one where you've got to go a little old school here and maybe pay the buck for the roster as you walk in or, or get yourself a, a press guide because this is a lot of new faces, a lot of new numbers. And, and I know I'm going to be doing the same thing, right? You're just going to be got to have a roster in front when you're watching this team just because it's going to be so different. What do you make of the running back? Brock, we knew was going to be there mm-hmm. up at the top. But uh, Deion Silas, listen, and I, I don't – so it goes – Brock, Sanders, Norton, Silas. Yes. So Brock, there's no or, but then everything else is, is, is or. What, what, I mean, how do we take that? Is Sanders number two? Or if the, if the, um, a different style of back is required, uh, that, uh, the circumstances call for a, uh, more of a, um, a bigger back? Does, is that Norton? Everything we hear about Norton is they are incredibly excited. I mean, so this, he's one of a handful of freshmen that'll probably play this year. There has been, Palpable buzz about him mm-hmm. throughout this offseason. As soon as he came in, they said, well, we found something. And and they knew from the get-go. And they were a little nervous that, well, A, why nobody down there was recruiting him. And right. not just the Georges of the world, but why you didn't see NC State. You know, you didn't see some of those ACC schools there. He was Georgia Tech. He was under-recruited, and they thought from the beginning, hey, we got one here. And they did, and they held mm-hmm. off a couple of powers that came in late to get him. I think ultimately, this very well could be Norton's job. I, I would you be shocked by the time we get to not halfway at the point? Not at all. That Norton's the guy. No, not at all. Not I mean, at it all. just feels like it's already treading that. I, direction. I believe you're right. So here's one more. Um, Jake Remsburg, yeah, is hurt. Yes, day to day, week to week. I think he said oh, it's week to week. Okay, but he's listed as the starter this week. Well, we went through this not too long ago, right? With an offensive lineman. Yeah, right. And he was day to day, and he missed the entire year. Right. Um, I don't know. It's just Matt. Ka- At least they put something out. Texas never put anything out yesterday. Didn't put out. And depth they're not chart. going to. They're all not year. going to. Sark going said to yesterday that Texas is not going Precisely. to put out a depth chart all year. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh, he's been weird about this. What is it about the coaches? What Trent? It's just their makeup. It's just they're just paranoid. Yeah, they think that. Yeah, they, honest to God, I think that they believe that if we do it this way. Um, we're going to have a, a a leg up on on an upcoming opponent. I, I don't get it. I never will. We've been harping on this for uh, for years. You need more transparency and transparency in college sports. I'm not saying if you get an injury, tell me it's his ankle or tell me it's his knee. Yeah, we don't have to go that. It's just who's kind of there's gambling is everywhere, and with it comes some opportunities mm-hmm. for some nefarious stuff to happen. Um, I just wish that they remember what year was was it Delaney's last year? It, it was three. I want to say it was like 2019. I, I, probably right in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And one of the big talkers might have been his final press conference or next to last media days. 
they were going to require the Big Ten schools uh, to come out with an injury report mm-hmm. early in the week. Yep. Didn't have to update it. Just give us an injury report. Don't tell us what it is. Just uh, number number 45, Bill Danklewich may not, is questionable. That type of thing, yeah. right? And it looked as though maybe there's going to get a little bit of traction on this. But I haven't heard a peep since then. I know he's no longer there. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's not a big uh, big to- topic for Kevin Warren, but I just I just feel like um, that that's just asking for trouble. Anyways, uh, Ray joins the program. Ray, welcome. What's on your mind this morning, Ray? I haven't checked the internet yet. Are either one of these games Hawkeyes or Cyclones televised? Yeah, both of them. Well, Cyclones is on. Um, uh, what do they call it? ESPN Plus. Yep. Uh, it's the Big Ten Network for the it for is. the Hawks at two yep. thirty. Iowa State plays at yeah. one o'clock. And another question: I'm going to change the subject to hockey. Oh, when does Iowa join the Big Ten for playing <laughs> hockey? I heard they're building a new arena over there. Yeah, wouldn't that be great if that was the case? Uh, will it happen? Well, they are. Will it? No, no, I don't think it would. They Big, have... Ten, Big Ten, but Ray, I don't have to tell you. Big Ten hockey's terrific hockey. Well, I heard Iowa is joining the Big Ten hockey. You did. Um, yeah. I've heard I the investment is between seventy and a hundred million dollars in order to fund scholarships, get everything set up there, and everything that goes along with it. Uh, they do have the new arena in Coralville that is up and running uh, currently. Yeah, so the, that the it, Wilds uh, uh, farm team. Plays yes, there. the Highlanders, uh-huh. I believe it is yeah, that play are, over yep. there. So uh, that would be. But the biggest hurdle, well, first of all, they just added a sport, women's wrestling. Uh, there's other sports, I think, that are still higher on the list if they would add. So, unfortunately, it's down there. I certainly mm-hmm. haven't seen anything I about the Hawkeyes adding hockey. be great. I, I think it'd be great for the sport. It's just so interesting how big it is in Minnesota and Wisconsin oh and the Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Huge. And here, still a long ways to Indeed. go. Indeed. Ray, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. You back, buddy. Yep. Good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see it happening. No. I, w- I wish it did. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure it won't. Well, they right. have the money to do it, you would think, these days. Yeah. If there was ever a time, yeah, but they got to hire more assistants right. in the athletic department. <laughs> need, need, yep, need another uh, person to run around there and deputy something. Yeah, <laughs> uh, coming up on ten thirty, Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. Uh, we take you up until noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three dot org. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since is it football season? Our break our breaks are incredibly they're, long. They're getting longer, aren't they? Yes. Notice that. <laughs> but nobody wants to advertise during baseball season. Well, or? football's a little bit different animal. It does move to As needle, I can tell it? you, uh, out on the sales trail, yeah, people get, like layup. Uh, well, Where do I sign? It's, it's it's a lot easier. How about that? That break was seven minutes. Yeah. It had to have been. 
Anyways, not complaining. Just yeah. I mean, we've got to make that cash register ring, right? That's, That's right. Business, uh, after all. But boy, oh boy. Uh, anyways, uh, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. You know, we take you uh, until uh, until noon. We don't have a guest this hour. Brian Walton is coming up in hour number two, and then Matt Poston's as well. One connection uh, from earlier. Iowa plays at 11 on Saturday, not 2.30. Beg your pardon. Yes. Why did I think 2.30? I thought I saw that somewhere. Mm -hmm. Evidently, I didn't. So 11 o'clock for them, and Mm -hmm. um, uh, that was Ray's question. And And uh, you and I plays at noon. And they're in Air Force, Force, right. Drake is in Fargo. North Dakota State and Iowa State, 1 o'clock on ESPN Plus against SEMO. So point spreads are out for these games. You know, I saw that for this that uh, this is in faraway places. They have not this been is... posted legal here yet, right? But you anticipate that they all will. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be surprised. Yeah, if they're not listed at least somewhere, mm-hmm. it might be different places have it. Maybe DraftKings will have it. Maybe you'll see Circa that has it. Could be another property, but yeah, they'll be listed here. They normally always are. It's usually if it's after week one, it's usually Friday. Right, maybe Thursday right. late afternoon, early evening. That's when you see the FBS versus FCS games uh, when they're posted. But a little bit earlier this week, this is five dimes offshore. It's been around forever. It's been uh-huh. shut down a bunch of times. <laughs> it's where sharps do play. Mm-hmm, so true. you know these are also pretty good lines. Yep. They're not just uh, a random place because there's some of those out there. And then you don't get paid. I used to remember those days incredibly well. All right, here is the point spreads for this weekend, starting with Iowa. In that 11 o'clock kickoff against South Dakota State, the Hawkeyes are a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Fair number? <sighs> Is Iowa going to score 15? <laughs> They're going to score 15. so. This team in South Dakota State last year, I believe they were 70th uh, in the 70s somewhere uh-huh. in pass defense at the FCS level. If Iowa cannot throw the football again, even with their wide receiver questions, look out. So what's the score in a football game? Do they score 24? It's funny you say that. I was about to say 23 to 10. So take the points. Take the points. It seems like a lot of points is where I'm going with it because I'm not sure I was. Look, I want to buy in big time. I have all off season on. You've tried. I have. Now back me up, kid. Don't let me (laughs) look more of a fool. Right. Uh, So if I had to, I would take the points, I think. You'd take the points. Yeah, I think I would. Now this is a huge number. Which we go to Iowa State SEMO. Well, I saw the number, and you know what it reminded me of? Kenny White came on with us. I don't know if it was our TV or radio. He was on with us both. And you asked him what the point spread, what his numbers say the point spread is going to be. Mm-hmm. And he said, did he not say 38? He said 38. So he had. And Iowa, I looked at you and I said, really? He had Iowa South Dakota State Hawkeyes favorite by 20. So a little bit okay, different number yeah. there. But yeah, this was right on Kenny White's projected number where he had it at 38. SEMO's bad. They're yeah, not a good team. Right. They are a bad Ohio Valley team. Remember, mm-hmm. the Ohio Valley is not the Missouri Valley either no. as it pertains to football. This is a bad yep. Ohio Valley team. But game one, historically Iowa State, mm-hmm. all these different things. And yep. after I put these out yesterday afternoon, it was dozens of Cyclone fans saying, where do we put the money down? <laughs> Everything on SEMO. Because really, because of their they know, history with week they one. They know what the history is for Campbell early in the season. And, and, and this, has been her, this has been history with Brock Purdy, a quarterback. That's right. Now you have and a Brees great Hall, unknown. And David Montgomery. Yeah. And, and dot, dot, dot. So that one's interesting. And I, the thing that kind of scares me is because everybody, to a T, Hawkeye fan, Cyclone fan says, take SEMO. 
Well, everybody's going one way, uh-huh. Trent. What do you do? You go the other way. Well, if they open up a can, well, we'll see. We uh, mentioned earlier this summer, Air Force right now is projected to be favored in every one of their 12 That's football wild. games, including the opener against you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I is only a two-touchdown underdog. I found that a little bit surprising. I will defer to you, Trent. I don't know anything about the Panthers so far this year. It doesn't just where, kinda... where can you find that game? Is that an ESPN+? It's a, Plus? It's a Mountain West property, so I wonder if maybe you know CBS Sports... Something like that. We'll have it. We'll have to do a little more digging on that. Because yeah, I, w- I would like to at least have that part of the rotation. Do you or know what TV. time it kicks off? Noon. Kicks off at noon. So yes. I'm looking here through noon kicks on this list. Noon that I... Central Time. Uh, yes. Yeah, I can't find anything at this. Nothing point. popping up. No. Yeah, that's disappointing. Because yeah, just uh, see it. Alt. That's the, that's the Bally, Bally's equivalent to in Denver. Altitude sports. Al- yeah, altitude yes. sports, which is in a big fight with, I think, both the Nuggets and the Lanch. Okay. But it's in the 600s, so oh, this okay. game will be televised. Oh, nice. If you bought the uh, the sports package, mm-hmm. this will be part of your package. So if you're a Panther fan, you'll see the game. That's great. Yep. I'm excited about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, uh, yep, I see it there, altitude, and there's yep. also live video that you can click on. Uh, do you go to that Matt S. Guy's TV sports? No, I go to LSU. Oh, the LSUfootball.net. LSUfootball.net. Same thing. TV yep. schedule. Same thing. And uh, they also have the link there if you want to watch it online. So you and I will be able to see that one. And there's two touchdowns? 14. Okay. Thought it'd be a tick higher. Okay. Finally, Drake goes up to take on the Bison. North Dakota State. Jesus. <laughs> Remember we saw Drake. Now, how much are they getting paid for that? We, we know that when a Power 5 school has a... Uh, North Dakota State in right. town, or you and I in town. What uh, what that number comes in at, or Simu? Um, Two hundred thousand. Did you think it's that much? Kind of has to be, doesn't? I mean, you still got to take all the players up mm-hmm. there, right? It's not an easy trip, or a fun trip. It's Fargo. It is Fargo. It's a long haul out there, even from Des Moines. Oh, it's a bus ride. You're, I mean, they're, they're busing. Mm-hmm. They're going to Minneapolis and turning left. Yes. A long, long uh-huh. ways away. Or I guess you go left, I twenty nine, and go right on up through. Because uh, either way, we um, saw Drake push Iowa State. Yeah, not too many years ago, Brock Purdy got benched in that uh-huh. game. Forty five and a half. Jesus, forty five and a half. That uh, number's Todd nuts. Steps is the Drake head football coach. We're going to find five or six minutes. For oh, him great. this week. Yep, we did during the pandemic and mm-hmm. have since then. I want to do it one more time because yep. they practice just as hard as anybody else to give those kids a little love. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind they of got a big one in season. front of them. They do have a big one in front of them. Holy mackerel! Forty five and a half. So, are you taking the points in every yes, game? Yes, certainly in that one. Look at you, every underdog. That's not you normally. No, I'm, you love your favorites. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in football, I do not yes, in horse racing. No. Um, and how did that Nebraska pick work out? Yeesh. Jesus, that was absolutely brutal. Uh, we have to go on record at some point with Iowa and Iowa State. We I do. don't know when we're going to have a better opportunity than to do that. Maybe now. Yeah, let's do it. Last year, we went on record. Uh, no, you don't have to bring this well, up, do you? I mean, it's here. It's in the notebook. Oh, so we, we got to take a look back at what we did a season ago, you right? Must, you must have had a good year. <laughs> 2021, you had uh, Iowa State going 11-1. and one. Uh, And they did. No, they didn't. They were 7-6. and 7-6, six. and six, close. <laughs> I had them 9-3, and three, had the under on the 9.5 win total mm-hmm. before the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Iowa going 9-3. and three. Ding, ding. Not quite. Dude, Pretty close. Pretty close. Yep. I had them eight and four. We both had them losing to Iowa State. We both had losing to Penn State. They beat both of those teams. How about that? 
You had them lose to Northwestern. They won that one. So you had them nine and three, but the three losses that you gave them, they won all three of those games. <laughs> I also had them lose to Wisconsin, ding, ding, and Minnesota a year ago. So we will try to do better. The totals for both these teams, the win totals listed at Circa. What are they, six and a half clones, seven and a half Hawks? Correct. That's where it is. More difficult schedule, certainly this year for Iowa. Mm-hmm. Iowa State this year also has to go, of course, on the road to Kinnick Stadium as opposed to the home it's game. It's crazy that they haven't been there as long as they 2018. Have. It's nuts that it's been that long. Last I time, get that we had the pandemic and everything, right. but it just seems Threw so a little wrench into things. Indeed. Do we want to take a break first so we Let's don't do have that. to do, lose momentum? Yes. We'll do that. We'll go on record. Iowa and Iowa State, we do it every year. And then a year later, you get embarrassed when we <laughs> see just how bad we were. But that's next. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106. For details. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. We're running out of our TC, so let's get right to this. It's time to go on record our annual uh, prognostications for Iowa and Iowa State. Let's start with the Cyclones uh, and their 12-game sl- schedule. You got your pencil ready? I do. I'm ready to go. All right. Southeast Missouri State. Win. At, I agree. Uh, at Iowa. Loss. Loss. I agree. Home to Ohio. Win. I agree. Home to Baylor. Win. Loss. All right. Our first disagreement comes there. Uh, at Kansas. Win. Win. Home to K-State. This one's tough. Loss. Win. Mm. Uh, at Texas. Win. Loss. Now, you know what? Win. Oh, okay. Win. Uh, Oklahoma at Jack Trice. Loss. Loss. Home to West Virginia. Win. Win. At Oki State. Loss. Loss. Home to Texas Tech. Win. Win. At TCU. Loss. Win. All right. Add them up. I have them down for one, two, three, four, five. I have them seven and five. Seven and five. That's an over. Yep. Because it's six and a half. Six and a half is the number. You have one, two, three, four. You have them eight and four. Comfortably over. I can live with that. If they do either of these. This is a successful season. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bowl game is the baseline, right? Mm-hmm. Six and six and better. Yes, for sure. We're, good. That, we're at that point of the Campbell mm-hmm. era. That the program yep. is built in that spot, Win even with games. all the losses. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're, we keep your not well recruiting. Yes. Reload, not And I rebuild. believe they are, by the way. I do. Yeah. I, I like the way that Campbell's putting this thing together. So seven and five in a trip to Houston see, for the Houston. Seven and five. See, I, 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 Eight and four, maybe Alamo Bowl again. Wouldn't that be some boy? Yeah. I'd love to have him back. Mm-hmm. Um Texas is the game to me that uh, either way or that was the swing and I had it as an L and then I yeah. changed it. All right, let's go right. Uh, to the Hawks. Yes, South Dakota State win win, Iowa State win win at uh, home to Nevada win Big Ten. Here we come. I agree by by the way. <laughs> okay. At Rutgers win win. Whoa, I will. And Shiano, there's something about them. There's going to be, isn't there, isn't that, doesn't it always happen? Yeah. I mean, how, how the hell do they lose to blank? Right. All right, win. Uh, home to Michigan. Closer than you think. I agree with you. Loss. I'm going to go win. You're going win. Yes. You don't like what Harbaugh's doing here. I don't like the two quarterbacks. No. 
And what he a, named them both. What a weird situation. Yeah, one starting game one, one starting game two. Uh, at Illinois. Loss. No, no, I can't do it. <laughs> they beat Illinois. So all of a sudden, you got the Hawkeyes 6-0. and I do. Back in the top five as they depart to Columbus. Well, they're coming off a bye as they go uh-huh. to Columbus, Trent. Off they go at Ohio State. I got three straight L's. You do? Yes. Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State uh-huh. are all losses. I got it. Oh, I got Ohio State. Them beating them. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're not going to 7-0. Nope. nope. Home to Northwestern. Win. Loss. Oh, back to back all of a sudden. It's an, it's an even numbered year. Well, you know where they're going next? Purdue. Yeesh. That's an L. That's an L. How about the Badgers? No, you know what? No. Oh, whoa, no, whoa, no whoa. they're going to be Purdue. Purdue's defense is not good. Iowa State's Iowa's offense is not good. Well, uh, home to Wisconsin. Come on. L. See, I've got them splitting the next two. Uh-huh. I think they win at home. I think they beat Wisconsin and Graham Mertz. All right. And lose at Minnesota. I got an L there as well. Trent, you have, a, you have them under the total. What about Nebraska? There's a win. Yep. I got to six and six. Come on, really? I, that's that's where I got to. You have them. I must have them nine and three, don't I? You have or eight and four. You had a win against Nebraska. Yes. Okay. Then you have them nine and three. I didn't think I was going to get to six and six when we did this. You want to do it again? <laughs> who who are your? I would change Mich- the I would change the Illinois game. I'm just concerned about that game coming uh-huh. up. And especially if they beat Michigan, yeah. that's going to be a tricky spot. Mm-hmm. They're not losing three straight games. Right? I don't think so either. So that's what I would change. Change your Illinois. I will. Yep. I'll do that. And you're still 7-5. and five. And they're 7-5. and five. And mm-hmm. I did this a month ago, and I got to 7-5. and five. It's, you know what it is. It's Spencer Petras for you. I can't. I just can't get past the ineptitude that we saw a year ago. And now with this wide receiver group. Yeah. Depleted. How do you get better? You get healthy. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Deontay Vines is not going to be ready until the middle of October at best. Mm-hmm. Nico Regani with yeah. a foot injury? It's two weeks minimum. He's not playing in Cyhawk. And how good is he going to be when he comes back? A mm-hmm. foot injury for a guy that's about routes. I mean, he's not a speed demon. That's how many will there be? As many eyes, maybe. No, that's not true. There'll be more eyes on Spencer Petrus. But Keegan Johnson's going to have a lot of people watching him. Oh, this there's week. no doubt. A lot of people watching him. And how close is he? Will he be in front of the media here? Uh, coming up in five minutes, the players will be meeting with the media. It's a great question. That's a really good question. I, I, we know Petrus will be there. We know yep. Kayvon Merriweather yep. will be yep. there. So if Keegan Johnson's there, you're taking that as a good sign. I would. I would too. I would too. But you know, he's got a class conflict here. Yeah, he just couldn't make it. No. He wanted to. Said to say hi to you guys. He'll <laughs> be here next week. We, we know how this is every single time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Without. What's Kirk going to say today? Same old, same old? Yeah, I think so. Just did did he have anything that he's season. been stewing? Anything no. that's annoyed him? You know, because there'll be those days when he mm-hmm. comes to the press conference and mm-hmm. he's got something mm-hmm. and he's ready to roll mm-hmm. and it might be yelling at Luke Meredith or crackback blocks or right. I mean anything doesn't like the way chop blocks are being uh-huh. called now uh-huh. is there a rule change that he's going to be all fired up about or is it just going to be week one we'll ease into the season this year uh, well we'll find out at two o'clock That's... that was one of my favorite things about Hayden is back then of course you weren't watching the press conferences no but you watched the news right 
and you know. Well, oh. you pick out a media member once uh-huh. a year. Once a year. It's usually Mark Hansen. Hansen a lot. Jim H- Ecker from Cedar yeah. Rapids. But Hansen seemed, well, may, maybe it's just because where we were, where we were posted here yeah. in Central Live. It seemed like Hansen was the focal point of his ire mm-hmm. at least once or twice a year. And he'd have something. Uh-huh. Showing up in a press conference and bib overalls after Minnesota called us a bunch of hicks. Unbelievable. Hey, real quick on this. Uh, did you see the crowd at Kinnick Stadium on Friday night? Yeah, how great was how that? How wonderful was that? Mm-hmm. They have to do that every year now, don't they? Oh, I would think so, yeah. I and mean, I, what a success. I wonder if they're going to make it a, a rotation, too, where you're going to also have Iowa City West be a part of it. I, and I hope so. Yeah. The, I mean, what a thrill for those kids to get an opportunity to play there. The whole West bleacher, the press box side bleacher, it was full. It was packed. It really was. And there was spillover into the end zones. Yep. They didn't allow the other side of the stadium, right. the east side of the stadium, but it was just a really and cool they environment. they waved at halftime. They did. How great was that? I mean, just awesome. Well done. And about- Whoever came up with that idea or made mm-hmm. that first phone call, uh, whoever did deserves a raise. <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Krista. Krista came up with the idea. It was, <sighs> that was the uh, the lady's name that I think sent it over to Levi a Hawkeye Heaven, and he posted it. No, man, I'm not talking about the wave. The wave on its, yeah. on its own was wonderful. Oh, the high school. Yeah, whoever came, came up with, let's make the call, see if we can play a game at Kinnick. Well, I'm going to guess Mitch Moore was probably a part of that, Well, if right? you were Mitch Moore, well done. Yeah. Or whoever was on your staff. That worked well. Oh, baby, that was terrific. We never touched on high school. Your game was good? It was, yeah. Waukee hung around for the first half. Coach Baker, his son. He's a freshman quarterback. Ooh. Is that right, huh? He's going to be uh, good. Meanwhile, the, uh, the senior on the other side of the field, Cole threw three picks in the first half? Came back, played really well in the second half. I was surprised at that number. All right, Brian Walton on the Cardinals, Miller and Condon. He, Brian Walton starts. It's, uh, four, it's a 106.3 KXNO.